Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of current and classic horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews and discussions may include spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Things are older than science, older than God. The earth has its own secrets. And if you get close enough, you'll hear it. <laughs> Haven't you guys got anything better to do? Nope. No, we don't. This land belongs to Avertash. He drained people's blood and drink it like water. Like Dracula. Fuck Dracula. I'd love to know if there's actually anything under there. We'll find out soon enough. I saw something weird. What are we supposed to do about this? After a while, everything, no matter how beloved, can begin to grow stale. And in this particular case, my gripe is with the fanged and cape-wearing seductresses known as vampires. I'm admittedly not the biggest fan of vamp films, so it should come as no surprise that I'm standing firmly upon the old soapbox championing innovation. Innovation is the spice of life, as they say. But... I'm not really sure who actually says that, but it supports my belief that updating classics, whether it be lore or creature design, isn't as dastardly as some may think. It's kind of how I feel about horror remakes, in that change pushes franchises and established properties in new and exciting directions. And as always, these innovations and changes don't affect the classics that many still love. And writer and director Chris Baugh's film Boys from County Hell, which comes to Shudder on Thursday, April 22nd, has done just that by updating a beloved classic horror monster to wreak havoc on the Irish countryside. Boys from County Hell is set in the small sleepy town of Six Mile Hill, the backroads town's only claim to fame being that Brom Stoker spent an evening in the town's pub, a pub that was affectionately branded as the Stoker. Grand stuff. We meet Eugene Moffat, played by Jack Rowan, whose days are spent aimlessly shuffling between his flat and the Stoker, downing pints with his friends, in between scaring the shit out of tourists with tales of Aberhatch. Aberhatch being a legendary Irish vampire who many believe to be the inspiration for Dracula, and whose gravesite is in danger of being uprooted with a new pipeline set to be laying in town. But when the gravesite is disturbed, the town falls prey to that which they thought to only be a myth and it's up to Eugene, his dad Francie, and mates to stand up against the fanged foe. Chris Baugh does a great job of updating the vampire mythos and lore for a 21st century audience. 
Rather than having characters guarding their necks in fear of being nibbled, Aberhatch is a far more sinister kind of vampire. The film opens with a lovely old couple watching the telly, and within a manner of moments, blood begins pouring from their eyes, ears, nose, and, well, just about everywhere, really. Aberhatch doesn't concern himself with nibbling on necks, rather he can drain the blood from his victims just by being near them. This not only does away with the familiar framework of protect your neck, but it also results in some very cool shots of blood pouring out of homes and following Aberhatch as he makes his way through the city. There's also the new lore concept that if someone scratches themselves on the stones placed upon his grave, they'll turn into a vampire. This results in them changing into a more primal and animalistic vampire, plagued by fits of rage and unquenchable hunger. The nighttime terrors are just the right manner of goopy and slimy, coats of fresh blood stain their recently undead husks, or the thousand-year-plus monstrosity that is Aberhatch. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. There's also a fair amount of quality practical work that is cleanly executed on, and at times, very brutal, but the violence of the film ties directly into its black-hearted humor that really allows the film to shine past its vampires. There's a terrific cast of characters that are the epitome of aimlessly wandering hard drinkers that, at their core, are all good people. It's a fairly standard trapped-in-a-small-town backstory for the lot, but it's their performances and Chris Baugh's biting dialogue that give boys from County Hell their charm. Eugene's relationship with just about everyone is on the rocks. His father, Francie, is tired of his loafing around, his friends Claire and William are looking to broaden their horizons, and his maid SP, well, SP's always looking to crack a couple of cold ones. It's the sense of familiarity between them and their banter that makes it easy to pick up on their history with one another, and while most of the dialogue revolves around them busting one another's balls, Ba's handling of humor makes it apparent throughout without ever allowing the film to deviate too far from its horror focus, which is a major plus. So if you were worried this was another monster movie that lacked a human element, Ba has certainly ensured there's plenty of heart in this vampire flick. Now, I will say, for as fun and bloody as the film is overall, I could have used a few more instances of practical gore. I like the creature design of Aberhatch and his minions, but perhaps had the film gotten to these moments a bit quicker, or had them be more plentiful, it would have given this film a more refined bite, but it's still biting all the same. I'll also say that the ending falls completely flat after its final fun and frantic vampiric duel. A strange choice to keep the cameras rolling a bit longer with nothing really gained from it, but when a majority of this is as entertaining as it is, it's a small disappointment in what is otherwise a fun Irish ancient evil outing. So if you're like me and are interested in a vampire film that rewrites the rules and throws tradition to the wind in favor of a new and varied lore that results in gruesome gore and a decent amount of laughs, check out Boys from County Hell when it comes to Shudder on Thursday, April 22nd. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit, and I will not see you guys tomorrow or Friday as I'm going to attempt to relax for the last few days of my vacation. So thanks as always for listening, and I'll see you guys next week for new episodes, but feel free to browse any and all back episodes you might have missed. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service, and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit, and on Twitter at Daily Horror Pod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.